Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. On CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live. From where? The Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. It's my job to get you closer to Tuesday morning. Shout outs to everybody listening all over North America. On our many CBS Sports Radio affiliates. On people tuned in using the free Odyssey app where you can always hit rewind if you missed a minute or a second. People listening on Sirius XM channel 158. People listening on smart speakers where all you have to do is ask that speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. What the heck am I? Oh my goodness, what is this? This is not really a shock or a surprise. Kawhi Leonard won't play for the upcoming road trip, still dealing with issues from 2021 knee surgery. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Shep, we've, we've seen the best of Kawhi, haven't we? It's, 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 it's cooked, right? I think that's a fair assumption at this point. I mean... Oh my god. I mean he hasn't I, I mean, you know, he was showing he was showing JR, you caught that first game of the season when he was against the Lakers. I mean, he at, at times he was the best player on the court. The best player on the court. I mean, he would take it from jump. He's still the claw. He's still got those hands. He can still lock down guys, no problem. But he just cannot stay on the court in back to back games. JR, he was you know, people forget this. He was limping around. In that 2019 finals run, you know, the great run in, with Toronto when DeMar and Kyle couldn't get over the hump and, Ky- and obviously Kyrie, you know, oh, gets there. You had, to, you had to put that in there, huh? Right, right, right. I mean, he was he was limping around by the time they got to the finals. And he just has never quite been the same since, I mean, I want to say 24 years old in San Antonio. Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's uh, you know, you, you hate to put a stake in, in anybody and, in their career, and by no means am I telling you that, you know, Kawhi is going to be cooked and, and he's going to retire and he's done, but we've seen Pete Kawhi, and that was with the San Antonio Spurs winning finals MVP, and that was with, obviously, the Raptors, and he was able to parlay that into a contract uh, with the Clippers. He's going to be 32 years old in June. At the end of this season, He's going to turn 32 years old. And Kawhi Leonard is already on the NBA's uh, top 75 list, 75th anniversary list. And, man, I, I think I think we've seen the best of them. The Clippers, I don't know what they're getting. There's no ROI on that investment. Steve Ballmer, can, he can move the team to a new arena. He can have Paul George. and uh, 
there were people telling me that the Clippers were just going to, they're going to be good. I was like, oh, can they be healthy first? It's tough. Good luck to Kawhi Leonard. I don't, I don't know when we're going to see that guy back in, uh, in action for a reasonable stretch. Maybe they just want him for the postseason. Anyway, tonight, Monday Night Football, Cleveland Browns. In a Halloween special, they give us something ugly to look at. They beat Cincinnati, their state rival, 32-13. to 13. This was a beatdown. To start off the game, when we got to halftime, the Browns led 11 to nothing, And then we got to the third quarter, and we got a little bit of everything. At one point in time, in the third, Cleveland led 25 to nothing. Jacoby Brissett, he wasn't out there throwing the ball away to the wrong team. He was actually able to connect with Amari Cooper for a, a, a touchdown. A matter of fact, take a listen to this, courtesy of Westwood One. Brissett in the gun, arms at his side. He's got three wide, gets the snap, held high, looks to the left, arching spiral in the end zone, over the shoulder, catch in the back corner. It is caught. It is a touchdown. Amari Cooper with the grab on the pylon back near side corner. And that's just an excuse to listen to Kevin Harlan. And then they continued the blowout. Nick Chubb, this man decided to go out there today and rush for two touchdowns. This is him pushing the lead 32 to 6. Browns Radio Network. On second down, Jacoby waits and takes and gives it. Chubb darts left. He's through to the five and going in. Touchdown! Nick Chubb! And he may have blown this thing wide open. Yeah, if you had Nick Chubb on your fantasy tonight, you came out big. 101 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Good for him. Since the Browns are so excited now that they've moved their record to three and five, this is what the final call sounded like, courtesy of the radio network again. And the Browns are in victory formation, and they take a snap on Monday night football, on Halloween night, on a night where the Browns came in with their season kind of hanging by a thread against the team that came in piping hot, the Cincinnati Bengals, with a strong-arm quarterback that's been difficult to defend the last two games. And the Browns did that, and they just beat the Bengals tonight. Yeah, they did. The Bengals headed into this matchup against the Browns tonight. They won four out of their last five games. The Cincinnati Bengals, their record now sits at four and four. Joe Burrow was sacked five times. Uh, The offense couldn't generate a damn thing, really only, I think, 227 yards, 229 yards total. They couldn't run the football. Uh, Jamar Chase, obviously not out there tonight as he's still recovering from his hip injury. And they had to pay for it. And Cincinnati did pay for it. And you just heard the Browns announcers, man, they were not lying. The season hanging on by a thread. This entire season for the Browns is just about Deshaun Watson's return. That's it. He's serving his 11-game suspension. By the time he comes back, the Browns don't want anything but to still be alive. How ironic of a scenario is it that someone who was beat to a pulp, and for good reason, someone who was so polarizing in the offseason about uh, being traded, still playing in the league, 
receiving the biggest guaranteed contract in NFL history, he's supposed to be the dude to come on and and save the Browns at the end of the year? Jacoby Brissett tonight, heading into the game, he's thrown for six touchdowns and had five interceptions. Jacoby Brissett is a glorified NFL babysitter. Please, don't lose the baby. Please, hold on to the baby and wait for Deshaun Watson to take it over. And he's supposed to, you know, take things over and and, and move them into the playoffs? This will be a disaster scenario for the Browns. And by the way, congratulations to them. They get a bye week. They take on the Dolphins next. Are they going to be able to keep up with the Dolphins and, and, and their offense? I'm not so sure. They might get torched by Waddle and also Tyreek Hill. But this is it. We got to wait until what? Week 12, week 13 for Deshaun Watson to come back after his 11-game suspension? And man, oh man, what what a quote-unquote show, if you get my drift, what a quote-unquote show that's going to be. And if the Browns are not in any type of contention, people are going to start killing this trade. People are going to look at the Browns and say, man, we've, we've wasted a year here. Things are supposed to be better moving on into the future. How they maintain their salary cap and how they bring in talent Are the Browns, quote-unquote, going to brown with this deal? They ain't trying to waste no year with this man. Not at all. And so the game was ugly. But it meant something for the Browns tonight. Miles Garrett, he said, taking on our, our interstate rival here, the Bengals, an AFC North rival, he said, yes, we, we came in extra focused. We just came in and, you know, all gave our – Gave everything we had to the game plan. Uh, everybody, you know, coming in and staying, staying longer, and, and uh, you know, just trying to focus on executing while we're in the and uh, the meeting uh, meeting rooms. And that was Miles Garrett talking to the NFL Network. And that was before he put on that, uh, or after he put on that Vecna mask for uh, for Halloween. Jacoby Brissett, the man helping to navigate the waters until he hands the ball off to Deshaun Watson. Uh, he said that, absolutely, we know we needed to win this game. We understood the, the ramifications of this game and, and uh, what we needed to do uh, and what this meant for us. So, um, you know, extremely proud of the guys in the locker room, the coaches. Um, did a really good job of, of preparing and, and um, you know, really focusing in on the task at hand. Well, he mentioned the coaches. Kevin Stefanski still leading the way here for the Browns. I just told you about the, the two halves. First half of the game, both teams were sloppy. Missed field goals, interceptions, tipped interceptions, blocked field goals. We saw it all. Heading into halftime, Cleveland only had an 11 to nothing lead. It was ugly all across the board. So after the game, Stefanski, he talked about consistency. We played great football tonight, Craig. Defense tonight, rushing coverage was was really good, um, but we just got to keep stacking them. Uh, we just got to, you know, like anything, offense, defense, special teams. We got to give these guys a plan. They can go execute, execute a high level, play fast, those type of things. I thought that was on display tonight. Okay, well, here's the reality: the majority of America is going to ignore the Browns until Deshaun Watson comes back. <laughs> 
That's it. People are going to peek in and peek out and go, oh, what are they doing? Oh, they're still alive. Okay. Everybody is going to pay attention until Deshaun Watson returns. And then go ahead, prepare for the firestorm. Prepare for the people to look at this man and go, why is he playing? Prepare for people to look at the Browns and say, oh, man, they stink. Or prepare for the commentary about whether or not he can help deliver them into the playoffs. At the same time, Deshaun Watson, it's going to be a while since he played football. He ain't played all of last year. He hasn't played. He's going to be gone 11 games out of this season. That's a lot of time to miss. What is the actual acclimation period, reacclimation period going to look like for Deshaun Watson? Are we expecting him just to roll out onto the field and, and have, his, have his timing down? I mean, even as a part of his suspension, his, his time in being reintroduced to the team and his access to the team is being slowly reintroduced. It was only a few weeks ago that he was allowed to be back at the facility like that. And so if you're just expecting a Deshaun Watson miracle here for the Browns, that, that might not happen. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ali, he's calling from Miami. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Ali? What's good, my brother? It's been a minute, man. You know, I, I love your show, B. Um, you know, I really wanted to talk to you, you know, said about about about, you know, the Dolphins and how and how they, they turned around, you know, everything. Um I I'm I was really impressed by by, you know, two of the way he began the season. Um I'm even more impressed now the way he came back and bounced back off that injury. Um, you know, how, how you feel about that? I'm always gonna be concerned about Tua Tonga Valoa and, and injuries. I know they've he's come back. They've had two victories against two poor teams, the Steelers and then obviously Detroit yesterday. They lit him up so bad that they fired the defensive backs coach. You know, right before Tua went went down with his, his head injury, this man talked about how small he was and how he needed to see the field and do a little bit of extra work and he can't change that. Well, we know right after that he got he got knocked down, and I think part of that has to unfortunately do with with his size. So, I'm glad that he's having an amazing season. I'm glad that he's back. I'm glad that he's lighting it up. Uh, until I see him play in like a full season without problem, I'm always going to question whether or not he's he's one hit away. Not necessarily because of his head. But is he durable? Is he going to last? Or have we seen the worst from Tua when it comes to his injuries? I'm not sure. And, and you're right, and I, and I agree with you. You know, every play that I'm watching him, I'm just, like, cringing, you know. Um, it's just I'm very impressed with his, with his, you know, just reading the defense and how accurate he's been to have a 112, you know, QB rating um, to be, you know, consistent even through the injuries. I think that, you know, the, the, that's that's what's making him better is that he's able to read defenses better, I think. And I love to see him, like you said, you know, more consistent and, you know, have, have you know, a challenging year. But I really think that, you know, if, if he stays healthy, you know, we're going to be competitive in the AFC, you know, with the, with, with the running game we got with Mostert and the wide receivers. I, I really think that, you know, if, if he stays healthy and stays as accurate as he is, I think, you know, we, we could definitely, you know, be, be, be at least in the wild card. Yes, absolutely, Ali. And, and thank you for calling from Miami. If, if I'm Miami, you, you got some punching bags coming up, man. They take on the Bears. 
They got the the Bears. Uh, okay, sure. They were able to put up some points yesterday against Dallas, and maybe Dallas decided to say, all right, we got this one in the bag. Let's relax a little bit. But who's, who's expecting Chicago to keep up offensively with Miami? I don't. And I already told you. Uh, next up after that is, is the Browns. Are we supposed to – unless the Browns control things on the ground, their defense hasn't been all that great. Sure, they sacked Joe Burrow five times tonight. Uh, that can obviously be a problem for Tua. But I'm going to expect the Dolphins to, to win the next two games. This is the NFL, so, you know, they probably split it. But I'm not, I'm not stressed about Tua. You know, I, I've seen enough out of him. We've known that he's had the talent. Uh, he came into the league, people questioning his, his durability. And so whether it's his hip, it's his head, can he stay healthy? If Tua is able to stay healthy, I think he can be a, a, a top 10 QB in the league. Am I putting him in Mahomes and Allen category? No. But I think he's the type of guy, he, he has the talent where you don't have to look and say, oh, man, we need a quarterback. Oh, man, we need to replace our guy. No, I think Tua can be that dude. He just got to stay healthy. And, and unfortunately, well, fortunately, that's, that's a key component of being a QB. 855-212-4CBS. a matter of fact, Tua, despite whooping the living hell out of Detroit yesterday, annihilating them in the air, winning 31-27, to Tua says we still got a lot to fix. We feel like the only guys that can stop us is, our, is ourselves. Um, we did have some miscues on guys misaligned at, at some points and then guys you know, kind of moving their feet when we, we have motions going on. So uh, those are all things that are correctable. So we'll, we'll look at the tape and, you know, we'll, we'll move on from there. Yeah, actually, Detroit was winning that game at one point early on, 21-7. to And then Miami just con- continued to assault them in the air. Tua Tonga-Valoa yesterday finishing with 382 yards in the air, three touchdowns. Hill had 188. Waddle, 106 yards, two touchdowns. They can do this a lot, folks. Short passes and and let these guys get the yards after the catch and keep it moving. Allen is calling from Toronto. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I. uh, every time I think about the XFL, it makes me laugh. It's doomed to failure. You know, where am I going to find the time? Where am I going to put it in my schedule? I'm going down to uh, to the villages, which is about an hour north of Orlando. And so I might take in a game to see them uh, out of curiosity to see the Orlando Guardian, if I can find the time. And that's a big if, too. You know, you've got the Orlando basketball team, the Tampa Bay what? Lightning, and uh, it, 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 these places are within my field goal range, you know, an hour, an hour and a half away, and I'm going to be going to there first. And then there's March Madness coming up, and then there's uh, the pitchers and catchers report on to somewhere in the middle of April, and this startup is uh, February the 18th. So it's uh, where am I going to find the time? Where are people going to find the time? Even in all these cities, they have uh, they have different teams. You know, San Antonio has a basketball team, Vegas. St. Louis, Houston, Seattle, Arlington is right beside uh, right beside Dallas. Washington has uh, a baseball uh, has a basketball team and a, and a hockey team. So where are they going to find the time? It's just, so you uh, you, it, you it, think the XFL is doomed to fail because of existing opportunities in sports? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they failed uh, 
two years ago that they only got in five games well, because of the pandemic. They, yeah, they they failed because of the the pandemic. Would that have kind of would it have failed anyway? Maybe, probably. We don't we don't know. We do know that they, they had to go out there and, and and shut things down. I'm not prepared to say that this is this is a moot point. People love football, and I know you mentioned the Orlando Magic. I mean, outside of seeing uh, Paulo Bencaro, I mean. Who's who's rushing to the Amway Center to see the Magic? Nobody. I mean, to use them as an example is almost uh, almost comical. People love football, man. The AAF, I think it was, AAF, whatever, something like that. I remember that from a few years ago. I went to one of the games here and a couple of the games here in Georgia just to, to kind of pop up and, and see what it was about. They played at the old Turner Field and – there were people in the stands. There were people who had the merchandise on. There were people who just wanted to see football, and that, that exists all over the country. And so you got eight teams. This might be a supreme social media product. Uh, it, it may blow up socially, digitally, online. I, I don't think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is expecting to have the next NFL. I don't think he's expecting to generate you know, I don't know, 15, 16, 20 billion dollars a year. But if they can carve out some market share and and make some cash in a few years, I, I think that will be a success. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of success, it's something that the Bengals, they went to the Super Bowl and they don't have right now. When we come back, We'll take a listen from some of the losers tonight. The Bengals go down to Cleveland, 32-13. to You hear from Joe Burrow. You would think he was uh, – you'd think he'd be wearing a mask. You'd think he'd be, as Shep said, an actor. I want you to hear his comments on his own offensive line. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First time caller. Had to pull over to the side of the road just to make sure I didn't miss my opportunity. Want you to know that I appreciate your candor. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Oh, absolutely. I mean, safety first. Is it safety first? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, you know, I told you about how uh, how bad this was tonight for the Cincinnati Bengals. Cleveland wins 32-13. to Cleveland just trying to hang around until Deshaun Watson returns. And uh, Cincinnati just disappointing here without, uh, you know, Jamar Chase to help out. They fall to 4-4. Four and four. Joe Burrow is now 0-4 against these Browns. He was sacked five times tonight. We know sacks were just... A bugaboo isn't even the word. Like that offensive line, even with some of the uh, supposed improvements from last season, they, 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 they allow this guy to get abused, man. He's again at the top of of the line when it comes to quarterbacks 
being sacked. You know, Joe Burrow after the game, he hasn't been around long enough like an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady to sound completely miserable. So he's not a jaded quarterback. He's still a young guy. He's about to get paid big time. I'm talking in that $50 million plus range per season. And so he's not a jerk yet. And so when he talked about his offensive line, he gave a, uh, let's just call it a nice answer. Listen to this. You know, we'll have to watch the tape, but I got all the faith in the world in those guys to go out there and, you know, I thought they played well enough to win. Does, does his ribs feel that way? Do his ribs feel that way? What about his kidneys? What about his back, his legs? He has to watch the tape to see whether or not the offensive line is, is doing his job? The answer is no, man. Let's see if you make it through the end of the season or if your leg falls off again. I hope not. He also talked about just why he can't beat the Browns. 0-4 in his career. Listen to this. They're really well coached. They're, they're sound in their leverages, in their coverage, and obviously they got Miles Garrett and, and Clowney that you know, can get after the passer. So they've, they've, they've had our number the last couple of years. Well, tell me your offensive line sucks without saying so. That's all he had to say. You know, we'll have yeah. to watch the tape, but. Yeah, no, you don't got to watch no tape. You just saw what happened, Miles. These guys are whooping your ass. It's terrible. His own coach, Zach Taylor, he said our offense didn't do enough to help the defense. Okay. I thought in the first half they, they played well. They really did. And we just didn't get enough help on offense in the second half. We just didn't hold up as a team. Yeah, yeah, they had zero points. Zero points in the first half, that is. Yeah, ugly showing. 855-212-4CBS. Rick is calling from Toronto. What's up, Rick? Hi, thank you for taking my call again, JR. Sure. Um, I'm talking about the XFL. I, I, I'm surprised you don't want this to happen. I don't want to see players coming Whoa, wait, up. The wait, camp. wait, wait. Who said that? What's wrong? Hello? Yeah, who? I didn't say I didn't want it to happen. That never came out of my mouth. Oh, okay. I didn't think so. But you know what? What's wrong? No, you didn't. You said that, but then where you said, am I? What? Yeah, I don't uh, know. That, that's confusing, Rick. I'm just trying to say that basically the XFL or NFL Europe. I don't want players to play Canadian football. Do they have a choice? They didn't want to go through 18 games and 21 weeks and then have a great cup in November. You want them to? They, have, they should have a choice, and I think the XML is great. Thank God, uh, Brian Johnson and Danny Garcia did not go with the worst commissioner in North America, Randy Brosi. Okay. Well, yeah, well, thank- this is this, this is great. This okay. is great. We need this to happen. The players okay. have to have a choice. All right. Well, thank you, Rick. I, okay, I agree. Thank you. Choices are great. He said, "Thank you." Bye. Did I talk to one person or two people, Shep? Three. Yeah, I feel like I was talking to three people at Did one you say time. You, you were, you've, been, you've been an avid, avid proponent of this the whole, the whole show. Yeah, I don't care. Let, let them play XFL. If people don't watch, they don't watch. It doesn't it don't hurt me. Oh, I'm surprised that you, you said you don't want it. I never said that. Also, oh, well, I disagree with you about the offensive line. I think they were atrocious tonight. You said they were great for the uh, Bengals. You confuse, are you trying to confuse me? That's what that phone call sounded like. Oh, well, listen, don't confuse me more. He, that guy, what's his name, Rick? Rick in Toronto, yes. Yeah, Rick from Toronto. He could, yeah, and Allen, Allen in Toronto was was saying he's in Orlando now. I don't know. 
I don't listen. All my friends in Canada, what's going on with you guys? I love Toronto, but I mean, I don't know if we got the best representation right just now. Just need Bob from Toronto calling up, man. What a doozy that would be. Bob, refresh my brain. Who's Bob? I know Adam. But you know, Adam's great. I love Adam, and I love Bob too. But Bob will call up and give you a line, yeah. um, which has nothing to do with what you're actually talking about. But he he'll he'll reference something you said two months ago about a bet that you made, but you never made a bet. Oh, okay. You, you'll see what I mean next time he calls. Are you prompting this this gentleman to call us now? I would be. He's probably not going to call now because Bob is on the older side um, oh, of life. Wow. He's a he's, he's wise. He's judicious. He's a sage. But uh-huh. I don't know if Bob stays up this late. Usually he'll give you a call around ten eleven. Okay. All right. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go to Cleveland. Hey, his team just won a game. Let's talk to Bill. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Well. The, the land won, you know. Um, you got to see a defense that can finally play to its potential. Um, Miles Garrett, he 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 took the game over. Let's just be honest. You know, he put us in position every time to take it to the next level. And with if we trade Kareem Hunt tomorrow, I'm going to be so mad. This just I grew up here. Uh, I watched him in, at high school. And when he went to Toledo, my son told me, he goes, Dad, he's going to be in the NFL. And here he is. And uh, you know what? It's sad to say that the way we've lost all these games by three or two or three points okay. these last five or six weeks. But this is a real team, man. This, is, this, this ain't nobody to play with. Uh, I I guess time will tell on that one. They're they're trying to just you know tread. missing field goals, missing field goals, special teams plays. Well, I'm not I'm not talking about the 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 past. I'm I'm thinking about moving forward. We know that they were able to move their record to three and five. Uh, I I think the the real judge of that will be once we get past week twelve or thirteen when Deshaun Watson comes back. It's really. This entire season is about, quote-unquote, staying alive until he returns. And then when he returns, there's an actual expectation that he can just, quote-unquote, pick it up. And he hasn't played in a long time. And so, yeah, I, I give them credit for, quote-unquote, staying alive. But that's pretty much the story of the whole season. You know, as far as playing Miami, you know, I, you know that, that just like you said, the quarterback's vulnerable to injuries, man. We hit him one time. You know, you touch a quarterback now in the NFL, and you're like, up, oh, flag, flag. You know, so, I mean, I, that guy's a great – he's a great athlete. You know, there's I'm never going to take anything away from that kid. He's a great athlete. But you got to give us some justice, man. I mean, Chubb is the, the real deal. Yeah. He's proven we, in and we've out. Seen this, we've seen this he for years, yeah. He doesn't fumble, man. You know he reminds me of? Jim Brown, he runs in the end zone. Oh, he don't wow. like do all that fancy dancy stuff. Doesn't okay. jump around. He's a football player. Okay, yeah, he yeah he is. Thank you, Bill, for calling from Cleveland. I mean, yeah, big up your team, man. I don't know if I want to invoke the name of, of of Jim Brown in any capacity, but I certainly hear what you're saying. This is a lot of excitement for a team that just uh, is coming off of a what a four game losing streak. 
You got to find optimism in something, right? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take some more of your calls on the other side before I roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how you doing, man? I appreciate listening to you every night, man, at work, man. It gives us some joy. And I uh, appreciate all your insight. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. I'm just glad that uh, Halloween is done. That's what I'm happy about. I enjoy looking at the people walk around and weird costumes and outfits. That part is fun. I'm ready to just get things on and over with now, okay? And then we got a nightmare of a game. Cleveland beating Cincinnati tonight, 32-13. to Oh, yeah, by the way, there was no World Series tonight. It was raining in Philadelphia, so uh, Game 3 has been postponed to Tuesday night for my people who absolutely love baseball like me. There's a lot of people who love baseball. Anyway, let's get to your calls before I roll out. 855-212-4CBS. Amy Lawrence coming through at the top of the hour. Let's go ahead and go out to San Jose and talk to Tanner. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Tanner? Hey, Tanner, you're live. I guess Tanner's not live. Sorry. Let's go to Paul in Virginia. What's up, Paul? Hey, Paul. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, JR? I'm okay. I thought you got abducted by the zombies or something, man. Uh, nah, man. I'm down in Old Town, Alexandria. There was a whole lot of zombies there, but not really anything crazy. I'm sure. What's up? Uh, nothing, man. I just want to talk about Tua and how the Dolphins would have been, I'd say, maybe a one-loss team. If he didn't go down? If he wasn't getting hurt. Sorry, sure. I just got in. I didn't know if you talked about him at all or whatever. No, but I just got off we've, work, so. we, we've, spent, we've talked about Tua uh, uh, quite a bit tonight. You know, but that's, that's a hard argument to make because one of the stories about his career, even coming out of college, was his, his durability and his health. And so to look at Tua and say, man, if he was healthy, they would, you know, have a, a couple more W's is kind of like, well, that's, that's not the reality of it. He – he can go down, and he has been down. Yeah, I agree, but, I mean, it was a problem with his legs instead of his head. Now it well, seems like his head is straight. Well, yes, yeah, because he's getting hit. Yeah, okay, I, I think I think part of that has to do with his size and his, his, his not his, his durability, but his mobility. And, and if he gets hit, yeah, is, is he going to be driven into the ground? Is he going to hit his head? Is he going to mess up his hip? We don't, we don't know. He's talked about having to scramble and move around because of his height just to identify his wideouts. He's one of the, I, I said this. I think he can be on that, that, that list of a top 10 QB, someone that you can rely on week to week to week if he can stay healthy. But the fact that if is there, that, that doesn't help his case or his argument. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I think that uh, Bridgewater is probably or was maybe uh, the best backup quarterback out there. 
Oh, well, and I'm that not. was very unfortunate for him to go down. I think that they yeah. could still won a couple games with I, him as a backup. I, I, I agree. It, it stinks. I mean, we saw that game. He went down in like the first play against the, the New York Jets. And, man, New York Jets, they have their own quarterback. They better hope that Zach Wilson can kind of relax and make a decent pass to his own guy instead of the other team. 855-212-4CBS. Carson is calling from Atlanta. What's up, Carson? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? I am wonderful. Yeah. I just wanted to say that I love you so much. I, I specifically love your uh, Wednesday uh, top six list. And nice. um, we had the 92.9 The Game um, event at New Realm. And I'm going to say that I specifically wanted to go just to meet you, and I was so disappointed because of the fact that I did not get a chance to meet you. Well, where the, where, where the hell were you? I was there. I Where were you? I, I was there. I brought my wife out, and oh, she no. listened. She, 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 uh, she's a Green Bay Packer fan. Sorry oh, for her. Well, I guess it's sorry man. for me because right. I'm a Tampa Bay fan, lifelong. Right. But still, um, I was, I was, I didn't see you. I met Mike Conti. I met well, I know so many Con- other Tanisha. Yeah. yeah, I met so many people, and I don't know how I didn't see you because you were the reason why why I went out there. Oh. But anyway, I did want to uh, make a point in regards to what you were talking about in uh, with uh, Tua. Um, wasn't wasn't part of the reason that uh, Drew Brees was not high on everybody's list when he first came into the NFL based on his size, but he managed to find ways to find avenues to uh, to do what he does, and he managed to make the most of it. Yeah, get rid of the football in in .0 seconds. Yes, absolutely. Well, there's only one Drew Brees. And I think we've seen in Tua Tonga-Valoa, his accuracy was always something that he had, even dating back to his time at Alabama, completing about 70% of his passes. And and so, yeah, that would be one hell of a high ceiling. Uh, but if if he can stay healthy, this is it. This is the whole situation. If Tua can stay healthy, he will be perfectly fine and okay. And um, l- let's see if it happens, man. But anyway, the more important thing, I'm still trying to figure out, I was at an event for two hours. I was in all of the group photos. I was underneath the tent. I was over there by the broadcast booth. I'm pretty much probably the only dude running around with a, with an afro and, and shades, and you missed me. So you were the guy with the the afro, but it had a I guess I, it had a different name because I thought I saw somebody that might have looked like you, no. but they had a different name on. I don't on know. the uh, on the the tag, but I missed you because I was I didn't, sitting I wasn't, at a table. I wasn't I was wearing old Carson. I I don't I don't necessarily run around in tags, man. It's hey, oh, Shep. Okay. Hey, Shep. How did he? How did how did Carson look for me? He don't even know what I look like. Yeah, Carson. I, that, that makes I, it a little difficult, man. I was right there next oh, to DJ go. Jelly by yeah, the I, by the uh, the other yeah. side. I know Jelly. I, I was over there by Jelly. I got a couple of beers. Yeah, I bought a couple of people of beers, man. Where were uh, you at? 
I am. I'm telling you, I was okay. there. I'm. I'm so. I'm so. I'm. I'm, well, I'm listen, feeling some type of way because I. This, I definitely wanted to meet you. Because this won't be the last time, Carson. I am. Uh, you can probably catch me at a lot of the, the Hawks games. You might be able to see me out of Falcons tailgate, and I bounce around the country quite a bit. So uh, I'm, I'm sure the next time you go out, yeah, I'll be the, uh, the guy with the afro, man, and the glasses. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, man. You have a great one. You as well. Thank you, Carson, for calling from Atlanta. That was curious, Shep. I was just – I know exactly everything that he just said. And shout-outs to all my friends at at 92.9 The Game here in Atlanta. Yes, celebrating uh, 10 years. uh, Home of the Falcons, home of the the Hawks, Atlanta United, big time. Yeah, it would help to know what I look like to say, hey, you missed me. That was that was peculiar. Anyway, that was not one of our t- uh, top five weird calls uh, on this particular Monday. Uh, so he was looking, but I don't. He's like, you would yeah. I guess one of our guys, uh, Orrin, he has an afro, but me and him totally don't look the same. But anyway, I think I'm easily identifiable when I go out. People uh, actually go, hey, it's Jr. I know you from your hair. Well, thank you very much. Hey, Shep, thank you for an amazing night. My pleasure, man. Thank you for always delivering, Jr. You're like Carl Malone, but a nice guy. <laughs> the I'm like the mailman. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't always deliver most times. Anyway, I'm glad we went through a night on Halloween, and, and nothing too crazy was said or done, right? I mean, I had a couple calls that were in outer space, but other than that, I thought it was. I always think it's a great show. You know that. Yeah, pretty pretty normal though, all things considered. Yes. Nothing out of the ordinary for Halloween. Listen, folks. Tomorrow, I'm going to be at the University of Maryland. Don't worry, Shep. Everything is fine. But besides that, I'm going to be back with you. 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. NFL trade deadline comes through at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Let's see what NFL teams decide to go out and make just awful decisions. If any does, we'll be sure to talk about it. Maybe Kareem Hunt will be on another team. Me, you can find me everywhere. At JR Sport Brief. Yeah, you can find out what I look like if you want to see me in the street. The JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap. Don't move. Amy Lawrence is up next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.